I'm going to start reading, and I want to start reading in Isaiah 61, and then I just want to talk to you about something. So in Isaiah 61, it says, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed and qualified me to preach the gospel of good tidings to the meek, the poor, and the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up and heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the physical and spiritual captives and the opening of the prison and the eyes of those who are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord, the year of his favor and the year of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn. Okay. To grant consolation and joy to those who mourn in Zion, to give them an ornament, garland or a diadem, of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a heavy burdened and failing spirit, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, lofty, strong and magnificent, uh, the planting of the Lord, that he may be glorified. All right. So um, there's a lot of people that that's in still in this state of brokenness still in a state of they need to be bound up they need to be healed um, they need liberty to be proclaimed to them they feel bound um, they feel it's not the time of their favor they feel man is like who's gonna avenge all the stuff that's against me uh, no joy, no peace, <laughs> no beauty but ashes, no oil of joy but only mourning, you know. People, a lot of people are stuck there. A lot of people are sitting with the fruit of childhood neglect or of abuse even. Uh, people are sitting with uh, all kinds of inner pain. People are sitting bound with all kinds of things. And... Um, most people don't really know what to do with it. So we tend to ignore it. So and when, when we ignore it, what happens is we, um, we, we, you know, sweep it under the rug. What happens is we kind of get a ticking bomb. And then the bomb grows and grows. And then somewhere this thing pops out and this thing pops out and this thing pops out. And so ignoring something in itself is not a solution. Ignoring something is not going to be um, a good option of dealing or getting rid of a certain emotion. And it causes us, you know, especially if things originated in childhood, it causes us with our limited reasoning as a child to try and make sense of certain things and we, we internalize negative emotions, dangerous emotions. Okay, so, so that kind of thing, um, I see it's, it's prevalent, it's, it's everywhere. So we need, to, uh, we need to get to a point where we really trust God for all of this, we need to get to a point where we understand what happened at the cross, where we, where we understand the purpose of the, uh, the gospel, the purpose of the anointing, the purpose of all of this, the functioning of it. So um, people come to church, experience the anointing. People come to church, hear the good news, 
and then still struggle with certain things that's lying underneath the surface. Okay, so I just want to encourage you. There's, this is what the anointing does. This is what the Spirit of God says. He says, He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to bind up and heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives. So I proclaim liberty to you. Okay, so there's people sitting with post-traumatic stress. There's people sitting with, you know, dealing with trauma. There's people that's struggling with, with all kinds of inner emotions, dangerous stuff that they have been accustomed to, and it's running around causing havoc inside. Okay. I want to speak into your heart. I want to speak into your life. The blood of Jesus Christ was shed for you. The spirit of the living God wants to touch you today and heal your heart. All right? So a big hindrance to all of this is we tend to complain about things we, we don't we can't explain. We, we tend to complain about things we can't change. And that complaining causes us not to receive the grace that God gives us. So I think one, one of the first things I want to say to people is don't complain. Don't complain. Because we feel I'm the only one that has gone through this. I'm the only one that has gone through that, gone through that, gone through that. And the complaining puts your attention on what you went through. And it puts your attention on those negative emotions. And the complaining causes you to experience that whole thing over again. Okay? So it, it mulls through your mind and you go through it again and you go through it again. And then you, it's like you're working up that, that hurt and that pain on the inside. So uh, a lot of the time, most of the pain that we experience is because our attention is on on something and uh, we we have self-inflicted pain by meditating on something that hurt us from years ago i want to give you the truth of the gospel jesus took your pain jesus took your inside pain jesus took your outside pain <laughs> all right so if we pray for the sick we lay hands on them and then we see the pain leave. Just yesterday I prayed for a man and his, his, um, was his right hand. His two fingers, he, he broke. Uh, he had a fracture in two fingers here. And, um, and it healed. And then someone gave him a really too strong handshake. Buddha, don't do that. Okay? So, so he, he was in intense pain because he re-injured two fractures that was in his hand. And it's for four months that the pain didn't go away. Pain didn't go away. So I prayed for him, the pain left. Okay, so he's anointed. The, the man with the pain, he's anointed. He prayed. <laughs> he, uh, he's ministering even the anointing. So he knows the truth. He's hearing the truth all the time. So he heard the truth. He's in the anointing all the time, yet his pain was there. So, but he came, he said, okay, I prayed. It didn't happen. Will you pray for me? I prayed, and immediately there was a difference. I prayed three times, and it was gone. It was totally healed. Okay. Sometimes it helps for us to reach out to someone who's not in our situation. For them to put their attention on God and not on the pain 
or not on the situation that they're going through. That's why we need one another. We can't exist as islands on our own. <laughs> Sometimes we need to trust God to do something for us by the ministering of the anointing through someone else. But sometimes he will do it directly to you. But if it doesn't work, go to someone, <laughs> let someone pray for you. Physical pain. Why should that be different with emotional pain and with all kinds of other things? We need to start forming, and this is going to take time. We need to start forming healthy mindsets, healthy cycles of thinking in our mind. It's called the renewal of the mind. How do we get to the point of renewing our, our minds, of our minds being renewed? Is by spending time actively receiving the word and actively letting the anointing ministering to that part of our life also. So, there's something that Sean Bowles said, and I mentioned it yesterday. Uh, he said that we tend to complain in the area that we are refusing to walk with God in. Okay, so if we complain about something, we, we are not open to God to let him, uh, you know, we are not open for him to change a certain thing. We are not open for him to uh, to come in there and and change the situation. It's like we hold on to the pain rather than onto the the solution, which is the anointing. Okay, so denying the pain isn't the solution. It's going to pop up somewhere. But shifting your focus away from the pain. And taking those thoughts to the cross. So you, it's like you take that thought by the hand and you walk it to the cross. You say, this is where the price was paid, thought. This is where Jesus paid the price for you, thought. Come with me, let me take you. And you take that thought to the cross and you leave it there. You take that thought to a place where God, where you give it to God and where God does something in your heart. Okay, the renewal of the mind is not in us trying to suppress stuff that's hurting us. The renewal of the mind has everything to do with us embracing the cross, us embracing the blood of Jesus, us embracing the Spirit of God. Okay, so it's about knowing Him. It's about embracing uh, what He has done. It's about believing in him, trusting in him. So you need to let him heal you. You need to let him touch you. And the nice thing is he has already done it. It's a finished work 2,000 years ago on the cross. So all you need to do is come as you are. With all your baggage, with all your burdens, with all your pain, all your trauma, all your childhood issues, you come as you are. You are human like everyone else. Everyone has gone through something that hurt them. We live in a, in a world that's not perfect. We can't now go into all the detail of those things and remain there and think, okay, this is going to be my life now, or we're going we're gonna to win this by focusing on the details of the origin of the pain. Now, um, something Bruce Milne said some time ago, he said, um, we expect the people to, who hurt us to fix us. No, that's the wrong way around. They are not capable of fixing us because they are the ones that hurt us in the first place. 
So if you're in the street and someone assaults you, you don't go back to the guy that assaulted you to get healing. You go to hospital to get treatment for the injuries. So in the same way, we can't expect um, of people who hurt us to heal us. What we need to do is come to Jesus and receive the perfection that is already in him. He already conquered it in himself. Now, here is something it, it can connect with yesterday's message. I spoke yesterday about generational curses. The generational curses are destroyed. We are not in Adam. We are in Christ. Now, the same thing applies here. If you are looking at what happened to you in the natural all the time, if you are focused on those things, then you will form a belief system and you will form an idea in your mind and you will believe this is who I am. I can't get out of this because this is what formed me and now I'm stuck here. No, that's not your portion. You need to get this. You have died and you have been risen and you are now in Christ. Christ is now alive in you. Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ, not I that live. Christ lives. So Christ is alive inside me. And because Jesus Christ is alive inside me, his perfection, his wholeness, his holiness, his grace is alive inside of me. So Jesus does not have unresolved trauma. Jesus does not have childhood hurts. Jesus does not have that whole bag of issues that you're carrying around. We need to get to a point where we give the bag to him and say, this is the exchange. I give my natural life to you and I receive your supernatural life that I carry now. So the anointing breaks the yoke and removes the burden. Okay, so Jesus said in Matthew 11, all who are weary and heavy laden, all those loads that were laden on you, laying on you, what's the right word? Since you were small and by all the stuff that people has done to you, all the, every now and then someone puts another load, another emotional wound, another this, another that. Okay, so we can remain there and then start burning down cities eventually. Or we can come as we are to Jesus with all of that and say, Lord, help. He says, all who are burdened and evaluating, come to me. I will give you rest. So we need to be focused on entering the rest of Christ. Okay? So the rest means I enter a place where I rest in the finished work of what he has already accomplished. Okay, so what happens is I come, I give my burdens my natural life. And I receive his burden, his supernatural life. I give him my brokenness as is demonstrated on the cross. He took it on himself. But I need, to, I need to surrender my own brokenness to him. And then I receive his wholeness into me. Okay, Burden and heavy laden, come unto me, I will give you rest. He says, my yoke is soft and my burden is light. Jesus is not giving you any tips on how to try and fix your inner self. He wants to be 
your new self inside you. And he wants to be whole in you for you so that you don't have to be. So the answer in all of this is not us trying to fix ourselves. It's not in fixing Adam, but it is in leaving Adam in the grave and embracing Christ who is already perfect. So it's not in, you know, certain areas of my life I just ignore it. It will come out somewhere. Your mind needs to be renewed. In what area? Well, in the very area of who you are and what you are. We need to get to the point that I have died. I believe it because through the death of Christ, I have died in him. Through the burial of Christ, I was buried with him through baptism. Through the resurrection of Christ, I was raised from the dead through baptism. And by the ascension of Christ and through me receiving the Holy Ghost, I have now been seated in Christ at the right hand of the Father. So I am at the right hand of the Father in the secret place. That's who I am. That's what I am. So that's the, the stuff that you need to feed into your emotional capacity. That's the stuff where you need to get your your your. Uh, your thought stream from <laughs> that's the stuff where you need that the place where you need to get your influence from okay so it's not in trying to ignore that stuff happened but it is in understanding that all of that was crucified on the cross with jesus destroyed and buried i am not merely only a product of what has happened to me since i was small but i'm a new creation in christ jesus i'm bound up whole perfect full of joy and full of peace this joy and this peace does not come from perfectly fixing all the issues in the natural life this joy and peace are attributes of the supernatural life the supernatural life comes, whew, binds everything up. So um, the hurt and the pain we experience is because we did not experience the fullness of the anointing. But now we have access to experience the fullness of the anointing. So I want to encourage you. Your answer is in Christ. Your answer is in coming as you are with all of your stuff and say, Lord, here I am. And he says, just give it to me, and I give to you my life, my wholeness, the, the binding up of the broken heart. I give you a new heart. As, as Ezekiel says, he takes away the heart of stone and gives you a new heart of flesh that's responsive to the touch of God. So he gives you a brand new life. A life that doesn't need fixing. He gives you a brand new life. Now this, what I'm talking about, uh, the manifestation of it is a daily thing. Daily I come to Christ. Daily I receive the word. Daily I pray and I surrender to him and I let him into the whole of my life. Daily I need to stop complaining and, and trying to blame storm and trying to find... Uh, the reason why I'm stuck where I'm stuck. It's not someone else's fault. Rather receive the sacrifice. Rather receive the price that was paid. 
Rather, look to the answer, which is Jesus. The answer is never in trying to figure out where stuff went wrong and why. Because what you will do is you will judge someone. You will walk around with grudges in your heart and unforgiveness. And it will be more and more difficult for you to experience the joy and peace. All right. So we need to receive forgiveness. We need to receive love. And also, all those who did stuff against us that that caused us to end up where we were, we need to forgive them. Because the person that they did it to died anyway. The person that resulted because of all the, the stuff that, that someone did to me died. So, case closed. We set them free. Now we can minister the gospel of Jesus Christ to every person that wronged us. Now we can... Trust God for his justice. So God will restore to me the perfection of Christ. And God will bring forgiveness through the sacrifice of Christ to those people. God will even uh, forgive, give forgiveness to me, or he has given forgiveness to me for everything I did that wronged someone else and that caused them to have inner pain. You know, all the words we speak and all the stuff we say that causes people to have pain. All the stuff we didn't do that caused pain. Okay? So God has forgiveness for me, but perfect restitution for that person by imparting himself to that person. He himself is whole, and he himself wants to dwell in every heart. So I, I hope this message does something for you. I hope it blessed you. Um, I just want to encourage you. Uh, don't think you're in an impossible situation. Don't think you're in, you're in a situation that can never be solved and never be remedied. And you are stuck here because, you know, this and this didn't happen at that age. Nonsense. Look to Jesus. There's something that happened before you were even born <laughs> that gave you the fullness of life. So we need to believe in Jesus. We need to put our complete trust in him. Your whole life, put everything in his hands and let him be the whole, full, perfect, new creation man inside you. As we were the image of the man of dust, as we bore the image of the man of dust, being earthly minded, so let us also bear the image of the new creation man, the Lord of heaven, which is heavenly minded. As we had the perspective from hell beneath, and we even inflicted the hellish um, harm and pain on ourselves. Now, let us have this uh, perspective of being in Christ, saved by his grace, seated in him at the right hand of the Father. And from there, having a heavenly perspective and speaking the words of truth. And let our words never cut in anyone's heart, but let our words bind people up by the anointing. Let our words never bring harm to someone, but let our words be seasoned with salt. Let it impart grace to the hearers so that people can experience Jesus in fullness in their own life. So it doesn't matter who did what, Christ is the answer. He is the forgiveness, but he is also the restitution. He is the vindication. So may you be blessed. May you experience a heart of peace and joy. No more dangerous emotions running around. You are new. You are whole. You are bind up in Christ. 
so embrace Christ. Uh, Colossians chapter 3, I just want to end with this. He says, um, if then you have been risen with Christ, Colossians 3 verse 1, aim at and seek the rich eternal treasures that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father. And then he says, verse 2, and set your minds and keep them set on what is above, the higher things, not on the things that are on the earth or the natural things. All right? And he says, for as far as this world is concerned, you have died and your new real life is hidden with Christ in God. So go find your life in Christ by seeking out Christ. Go find, explore, investigate. <laughs> it's like children exploring and finding new things. It's so exciting. Go find your new life. Go explore the new life that's given to you as a gift in Christ. It's hidden with Christ in God. Go into him, into the secret place and find your new life there. And then when Christ, who is our life, appears, then you will appear with him in the splendor of his glory. His glory means all hearts bound up. His glory means all sicknesses healed. His glory means no, nothing missing, no lack, no problem, no hurt. His glory means wholeness, fullness, nothing missing, nothing broken. His glory means fullness of joy overflowing super and supernatural peace you how am I, amazing is that that's the new life that will shine through, through you when christ appears you will appear with him in the splendor of his glory so go find your new life in christ christ is the anointing the anointing binds up the hearts removes the yokes and breaks the burdens in jesus name all right so be blessed Forgive, receive forgiveness, give grace, receive grace, <laughs> or other way around. Be blessed, experience his joy and his peace today. May you just have a super week. May you just experience the flow of the anointing, the flow of the Spirit like never before. And may you know Jesus Christ in all things. All right, so I just want to greet some people. I see Dini is here from George. Bless you, Dini. It's so nice to see you. Hello, Yakas. Lakum yarisatisin, man. Bless you. Benny. Bless you, Benny from Joburg. And Skoon Marieta. Lakum yarisatisin. I can Erika from UK, it's nice to see you there. Bless you, Erika. It's, nice, it's always nice to see you. And, and Janine again, bless you. Hello, my my rechte ma Rosa. It's like a to see all Maas wat kijk. Let's see who else. Martinette from Poch of Strom. It's awesome to see you here. Be blessed. It's good to see all of you. May you just experience God's grace. May he touch you. May he touch your heart. May you know the fullness of joy and peace in Jesus' name. We'll see you again tomorrow morning at 9. And uh, I hope you have not a blue Monday, but a bright Monday. Be blessed. <laughs>